Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the 10-12, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, and that means we are making picks for the weekend ahead, and that also means that I am joined by the two guys I love making picks with every week, Chris Ross. Yeah, another week. Let's get after it. And Daniel Alexander. What's up? Happy to be here. I'm a fresh in from Vegas, grabbing a bunch of Circa openers, having a great time. Very Let's good. win. Dude, can I can I win the week? I'm I mean, 0-3 so far. Can I can I can I win a week here? Let's go. I mean you 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 were close in week one. Look, here and, and this is somebody said something on Twitter about you, and we're gonna clarify something here real quick. Um Daniel, how have you actually been doing so far this year? Like not you don't have to give like straight numbers, but I mean like in your real world betting, like how how's the year going so far? Um, Wait, what what was said on Twitter? They just just hold on. Like I, people have I get comments every once in a while. Now, granted, some of them are from uh, Texas Tech fans, but <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, let's see. I'm about past two months, and you can follow this all on the app. Looking like at about what is that? Plus six units, something like that, which is sizable, and you know, I, I'll take it all day long. I love it. Yeah, so I'll take here, plus three units a month for the rest of my life. Here's the point I want to make. Like there's a big difference between picking like the games you actually want to pick and the lines you want to pick and doing it at the right time and sitting down at on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. and just picking the like the big 12 games at the lines they are. Like there's there's a big difference between this and like when you hear a lot of the national ones and they get to pick and choose from across the country which games they want to pick. Like I I I think sometimes it's like I can't believe you didn't do like Daniel's awesome at this. There's a reason we have Daniel on because he's so much smarter than Chris and I. No offense, Chris. No, oh, I mean it's true. <laughs> but like, I anyone who wants to comment about get Daniel about stuff, like folks, some of this is a crapshoot when you're having to pick very specific things at very specific times, as opposed to like doing this professionally on on your like normal. Nobody, you guys, you guys, you guys are you guys are too nice. Uh, <laughs> for, you know, pr- protecting well, me against out. the. Eh, Against the angry Texas Tech mob, you guys are too yeah, nice. But to let's me. let's point out that Daniel won last season. He did, and <laughs> and nobody is going to consistently win when you're being told what games you have to pick up. Yep. Well, so and look for, for and for the record here, I could take the punches. 
it's just so that everyone knows there wasn't some conversation before we hit record here. These guys are just being nice to me. <laughs> I love it. Hey, if I, if I'm losing and guys want to roast me, feel free, go at it. Especially all you Texas tech fans staring at one more win for the rest of the year. Okay. If that's, if that's, you want to come out, I, I can take it. Look, a lot of success comes, you know, betting opener, you know, betting those lines Sunday, uh, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, sort of getting ahead of the news, getting ahead of the weather, being smart, you know, uh, you want to do this long-term and really win, you got to do your own work, have your numbers ready to go. And when those lines hit the board, you just have to fire. You got to trust your work. Uh, but one thing I have loved and appreciated is sort of being able to dig deeper on the big 12 these past few years. Uh, I've almost sort of become a de facto fan of the big 12 on Saturday. I always want to see how guys are doing. And that certainly wasn't the case, you know, two or three years ago. So Look, I can take it. I love it. You guys are too nice to me. Let's just <laughs> let's just hope I win a week, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's recap the week that was. Um, let's not. No, no we're gonna. We, we don't need to talk about your week, Philip. I, I don't want to talk about Let it because I'm not going to brag. No, no, no. Let me just. I'm not going to brag. Lap. Let's go. Because as soon as I get braggy, then I get overly confident. And I, I follow it up with like a one-win week. So uh, I won the week at nine and one. Yes, nine and one. I had every that is big great. 12, that is every big twelve game awesome. correctly. Every big twelve game. That's what matters the most. Uh, hit on Nebraska plus twenty-two and a half. Hit on the under fifty-one in West Virginia, Virginia Tech. That one, I think the final score was like 50-point difference. Uh, hit on Kansas State plus two against Nevada. Hit on over 49.5 in Kansas Baylor. Uh, hit on Texas Tech minus 20 against FIU. Hit on the over 52.5 between Texas and Rice. Hit on the under 57.5 between OSU and Boise State. Hit on the under 52.5 between Iowa State and UNLV. Hit on Michigan State as my dog of the week and uh, missed. I am now 0-3 in my non-Big 12 picks. Completely whiffed on Arkansas State plus 17 uh nine and one last week 18 and eight on on the season now so i both won last weekend and now and then the uh, the lead overall chris went five and five uh hit on baylor minus 17 and a half hit on texas tech minus 20 hit on texas minus 25 and a half hit on iowa state minus 31 and your upset your dog of the week byu also victorious byu now the uh the in the lead in the pac-12 south after going three and oh against opponents there uh, missed on OU minus 22, missed on Virginia Tech plus three, missed on Nevada minus one and a half, missed on Boise minus three and a half, and missed on Coastal minus 13 and a half. They, of course, won, but they did not cover. Uh, I mean, Chris, five and five, you're 15 and 11 on the season. You're it's you're doing well. This is a nice spot yeah, to be in. It started out 0 and 4, and I, uh, whenever you get a start like that, I'm, I'm not going to win a game this week, and wow, what a big week not to win a game in, but it did rebound in, in the you know afternoon and evening games, but that was a, it was a rough start. The Oklahoma State game, I want to talk about that because while I missed the pick and I, I missed the pick, I mentioned that it could be blowout the other way, Boise State, and it was looking that way in the first half outside of like a miraculous last five minutes of the first half brought somehow saw Oklahoma State winning the game all of a sudden. And then let's not talk about the touchdown. I just want to point out that that game, if you think Oklahoma looks good there and I'm completely wrong there, then, then you're crazy. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you just – I believe the the way to describe Oklahoma State this season is just it's just embrace the ugly. I'm stealing that from the Oklahoman, from uh, from Jacob Unruh and Scott Wright. It's just embrace the ugly because that's what this season is going to be. They're going to win ugly. They're going to lose ugly. And it's going to be ugly a lot this season. It's not going to be pretty offensive football, but hey. 
Three and O is three and O, baby. Uh, Daniel you Ford. Need an offensive and, line for pretty offensive football. Yeah, uh, they're getting incrementally better. Uh, Daniel four and six last week hit on West Virginia minus two and a half. Hit on Baylor minus seventeen and a half. Hit on the over fifty two and a half in Texas Rice and hit on the under fifty seven and a half at Oklahoma State Baylor. Missed on OU minus twenty two. Missed on the under fifty and a half for Kansas State Nevada. That one pulled. That one, the fourth quarter just ran away from it. I don't. I don't know what happened there. Uh, missed on under 54 in Texas Tech FIU, missed on over 52 in Iowa State UNLV, uh, non-Big 12 game, missed on Auburn plus five and a half, and Dog League Arkansas State, kind of like I thought that would be good. I thought that was a great pick for you. Uh, did not work out. Four and six on the week, 11 and five on the season. Go ahead. Arky State just missed winning that game. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was close, almost. If you to put 10 more minutes on the clock. <laughs> just, they were so close. <laughs> Only lost by 45 or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, so, yeah, as I said, season standings, I'm 18 and 8. Uh, Chris is 15 and 11. Daniel is 11 and 15. We are three weeks in. We got a lot of picks to go. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight this week with our big, six Big 12 games and two non Big 12 picks. Um, before we start, oh, oh, go ahead. You did not recap Twitter. Twitter went seven and one. Oh, oh. In their picks. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, before we get to our picks for this week, uh, let's take a quick break to uh, to hear from, from Gridiron. College football season is here, and no tailgate is complete without a grill. And no grill is complete without Gridiron Metalworks. Go to Gridiron Metalworks, find collegiate-branded grill grates and griddles with actual school logos, as well as other awesome metal goods like flower pots, stainless steel bookends, coasters, and can coolers, among other things, all in actual school colors, not just the, yeah, it's, it's pretty close, like you'll find at other places. Grilling at the game this Saturday? Sear your steak, burgers, brats, or veggies with the perfect Pistol Pete, Baylor Bear, or Kansas Jayhawk grill marks. They've got grill grates and griddles for all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. Plus, these are the perfect gift for the hard to shop for. We can almost guarantee you'll find something from Gridiron that someone on your holiday shopping list does not have. These are high quality, custom cut and made in the usa and as someone who enjoys turning on the grill during the fall during football season during basketball season and as someone who is a diehard oklahoma state fan yeah an oklahoma state griddle for my grill fantastic right now we use the promo code 1012 that's t-e-n the number 12 t-e-n one two you'll get 15 percent off your first purchase and all orders over a hundred dollars get free shipping. So whether you're looking for a Kansas State grill grate, a West Virginia griddle, or a unique metal home good for your college football, college sports collection, visit gridironmetal.com. Use the promo code 1012 for 15% off your first order. You can also find the link in our show notes. Gridiron Metalworks for the college super fam. This is Brandon Phoenix, aka I also hate pit, joined by my brother, Jeremy, J, and Fiend Phoenix, we are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun anytime, anyplace. Get at your boys. All right, eight picks. As I mentioned, let us dive in. And as we always do, we go in chronological order. Uh, which means we were kicking off with TCU and SMU, who will start at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Um, I won the week, so that means I have to go first here. 
It means I can't just, you know, ride the wave off of YouTube like I do like to do sometimes. Just kidding. Uh, hold on, I gotta find the TCU line. TCU, man, why you make me spell out Texas Christian? No one spells out Texas Christian. TCU currently about a nine, nine and a half point favorite, depending on where you shop. Uh, over under around 65, 65 and a half. Um, TCU has had a week off. The Iron Skillet is always fun, despite what some TCU fans may say, Parker. Um, I think it's a neat rivalry. I think it's a fun game. SMU's offense is still pretty solid. Um, putting up over 30 points on every game this season. But um, I just... Abilene Christian, blow them out. Good job. North Texas, blew them out. Good job. At Louisiana Tech, had a monster Hail Mary to pull off that win somehow. They're putting up a lot of points. The overs in these games, uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to be honest right now. I do not have, I don't feel good about this week. And so I'm rambling right now as I'm trying to figure out where I want to go. TCU wants revenge here. They're tired of hearing from SMU after the loss in 2019 and the game didn't get played in 2020 and SMU fans like to blame TCU. It was really SMU's fault, the lack of ability to find a schedule that, scheduling that aligned because of the American Conference and yada, yada, yada. Ooh, 65 and a half? Give me the under here. Um, I think TCU's offense is fine. I think they're still working through some things. I think TCU's going to come out ready to win this game. They probably cover. But I, after two weeks ago and after not getting to watch them play last week because they didn't, I still don't have a great feel for TCU. So I do think points will be scored in this game. I do think TCU's defense will play well. I do think it'll be the best defense SMU has seen so far this season. Uh, the under has hit twice in SMU games. I know they put up a lot of points. I'm taking the under. They're going to get 65 and a half is the best I can do. And so that is what I will take. Nothing like opening with an under. Really exciting way to open your uh, open my picks. Daniel, what do you feeling? This is a tough game. Some sharps I know were on TCU. Um, they hit it when it was nine flat. My numbers make this game a little tighter, although I think the guys that were hitting it are probably a little smarter than I am when it comes to this stuff. Uh, my pull on this game that I make it is actually closer to 60. I feel like TCU is going to have some second-half adjustments. And yeah, SMU has piled up yards and they've piled up points for a few weeks, but it's really suspect who they've done it against. And um, I, I don't expect a blowout per se. I, I do actually expect a competitive game. I'm just not sure that this gets into the 65 range. You know, that's, that's telling us this is TCU is going to be putting up almost 40 points with SMU sort of hanging with them in the low thirties. Uh, I think this is going to be closer to like a, a, 31-27 type game, uh, you know, just kind of getting that high 50s. SMU probably covering something competitive, but I'm going to run with that. I'm, I'm coming with you. TCU under 65 and a half. Yeah, I'm coming off the bye week. You know, TCU, a little extra time to prepare. SMU coming off the Hail Mary, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The win. Yeah. Um, that incredible win, but, you know, it's a big win, and you have to turn right around and uh, prepare for a rivalry game. You know, the TCU def uh, pass defense isn't as sharp as it has been in years past. The SMU off offense is explosive against uh, questionable opponents, like you guys pointed out. But uh, Tanner Mordecai is lighting up. He already has over 1,000 yards and 16 touchdowns on the season. That's crazy. I mean, SMU 
it, it's a little bit strength on strength here, but I think the real advantage is going to be the TCU offense against the SMU defense. Um, as good as SMU's offense is, their defense is equally as bad. Yeah, SMU won the last one, but TCU has won eight of the last 10. And of their last five wins, the average margin of victory is 30 points. I'm going to take TCU to cover the nine. Twitter, when I put the poll out, it was at 10. And they took TCU to cover with 65% of the vote. Um, Shouts to Sam Cooper of Yahoo Sports for this little bit that I'm going to give you all now that I didn't see earlier and I didn't want to say anything since I didn't find it when I made my bet and I wanted us to all have the same knowledge. In its last 30 games as a home favorite, TCU is just 9-20-1 and against the spread. Under Sonny Dykes, SMU is 8-5 and as an underdog with five outright wins. So take from that uh, what you will. Um, okay. Moving on down our list, moving on down. Texas Tech headed to Texas in one of the games of the week for the Big 12, arguably, because this is one of the one of the two games where we're going to learn a lot and maybe maybe finally put to bed some or put to rest some some thoughts and ideas about what these teams are, both for Texas Tech and Texas. And man, I'm I'm stumbling. I'm sorry. Uh Texas, currently about a seven and a half to eight point favorite, uh, over under at 61 and a half. Daniel, where would you like to go with this? Full disclosure, I already took Texas Tech plus nine. Uh, Texas Tech has been sort of the – that's the only side that's been bet so far since the line has opened. Uh, FanDuel had some like ten and a halfs or something. Uh, I believe it was Monday morning. Uh, but nine and a half got hit. Ten and a half got hit by the time I was able to get to work and care about the line. Um, I took some Texas Tech plus nine. We're now seeing the seven and a halfs. I mean, I, I feel like Texas wins this game, and obviously I have an interest in Texas winning the game, but um, I do think this is going to be a little I, – I, I think this is going to be competitive. Texas Tech's defense has, in my opinion, uh, so far they're overachieving this year in a good way. I'm not saying it's not sustainable or anything. They've come out and they've performed, I think, better than a lot of people expected, myself included. Uh, Texas – I mean, they still don't have that great of a resume. resume. Great. You, you hung 58 on Rice. I sort of expected them to show out a little bit before they got into conference play. I just feel like it's going to be a competitive game. That's all. No, you know, no big take, nothing crazy. Nine was too many points. Still seven and a half. Give me Texas Tech. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can get you. I see seven and a half. I see eight. I see eight and a half. Oh yeah, I guess eight. No, no, I think eight. Eight, eight, eight's correct. Yeah, well, I can get you eight and a half from Peppermill. Pepper, no, no, you can't use them. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Peppermill. I love. (laughs) Hey, anyone out in Reno, go hit the mill because it's a great place. Okay, but we can't use them. That's right. Well, I'll give you. I'll give you plus eight then. How about how about that? Love it. There's a couple of eights there. Uh, As Chris says, we're allowed to use whatever we find, but if you today know Peppermill, (laughs) we won't use Peppermill. Daniel, Daniel's boss on this stuff. Chris, what are you thinking? Yeah, coming off big wins. Both are two and one against the spread. Texas is two and zero oh against the spread at home, though. Texas has won the last three meetings with an average margin of victory of thirteen points. Uh, so, I mean, it started out at, at, at the at ten, down to seven and a half. Like you were talking about, this game is going to tell us a lot about both teams, specifically about both quarterbacks, Casey Thompson was 15 of 18 for 164 yards and two touchdowns against Rice. 
but he did throw a pick. Tyler Show was 26 of 35 against FIU with 399 yards and four touchdowns. The show's been inconsistent. You know, which quarterback answers the rivalry game? Which one steps up under pressure and just manages their team the best without turning the ball over? If this was at Texas Tech, I take Tech. If it was still a 10-point spread, I take Texas Tech. But I think it being bet down has given Texas a little bit of the edge, and I'm going to go with the Longhorns at uh, seven and a half. I think. Yep, I can get you seven and a half. I can do that. Oh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. This is actually the closest poll of the games this week. They are. They picked Texas Tech plus ten with sixty-three point seven percent of the vote. Interesting. Neither one's been super consistent as far as hitting against the spread or not, or the over-unders hitting for either team. Now, part of that is just the, the variety of, of non-conference opponents they face. FCS, subpar FIUs, Houston's, we don't know if they're good or not, uh, Arkansas on the road. And I, I do mean like this is a game where we're going to learn a lot because I just don't I just don't know enough about these teams yet. And I know that, like, let's be honest, like it's we're three games in a season. We're essentially, what, a quarter of the way through the season, like, we can make some statements, but I feel like I need one week of conference play before I know enough about these teams to feel like I know who they truly are. That said, I think Texas finally got the right quarterback for this offense in. Um, Texas Tech looked really good against FIU, but not early. I know they, they put it on them. FIU's bad. Texas Tech struggled against the FCS team. They struggled early against Houston before the defense kind of stiffened up and Houston started being weird. Chris, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with Texas on this one. I think Texas Tech is going to make a bowl game this year. But I don't think it, I don't think their fourth win comes here. And look, I, I'm changing my tune on Texas Tech. I think they are good enough in the Big 12 to pull up three wins, especially now that they have three from non-conference. I think they can get three conference wins. I do not think this will be one of them. I do think Texas wins this. I do think Texas just kind of has some like weird mental edge over Texas Tech, even with a new coaching staff, even with so much new about Texas. I think Texas wins this one. I will also take Texas seven and a half. It's, again... I'm having a hard time this week because I feel like I know the Big 12 against non-Big 12 well. I'm having a hard time with Big 12 on Big 12 because sometimes history just plays such an impact on how I feel about things. Uh, okay, so you want you want to hear an interesting stat? Yeah, I do. I love interesting stats. All right. Anytime one of us picks against the other two directly in a, in a against line, the person by themselves has won 100% of the time. Is that this year or like since we started this, this last year? Okay, this season. This season. So when it's one on two, the one wins. Mm-hmm. Oh, Every time. Now I'm going to look. I want to. I think you're probably right, but I want to look. Let's see. Uh, yep, Texas Tech, Houston. That's correct. Uh, Iowa. Oh wait, no, we all picked. No, we all picked Iowa. Um, uh, yeah, I've got picked. Nebraska OU last week. Um, Tulane OU. Well. Yeah, yeah, Tulane OU. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, congrats on the win there, Daniel. Uh, That'll put you back in the right direction. (laughs) I could not be more disappointed with your pick, (laughs) Philip. Just really hoping I would side with Daniel on that one. I thought you were going under for sure. (laughs) I I could see some points in this game. Like I I could see some points in this game. I think Texas defense is good, is better. I could see some points in this game. 
these games get weird and wacky. Um, speaking of weird and wacky in Texas and Texas Tech, guys, if you are not watching games this weekend in the most comfortable t-shirts, sweaters, and hoodies that you could possibly be doing so, then you are doing college football season wrong. Yes, I am talking about Homefield Apparel, who makes the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel you will find anywhere. Because they have Texas Tech and Texas is perfect. They have both of them. You can you and look, here's an idea. Uh maybe you want to make a bet with a friend, Texas Tech fan, Texas fan, who, who likes the other team, that they have to wear a Texas or a Texas Tech shirt. Um, do them a favor at least. Make sure it's a comfortable one, not some itchy, scratchy, you know, sitting like Haynes knockoff garbage. Go to homefieldapparel.com. They've got some great Texas options you can buy for them to have to wear. They've got some great Texas Tech options for them to have to, to wear. Not to mention Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia, the newest Big 12 edition, as well as more than 100 other schools available. they got Navy, BYU, UMass, Colorado, Northern Michigan, Syracuse, Ball State, uh, VATEC, Kentucky. They've got, even if they don't have your school, they're going to have something you're going to love. So go to homebuildapparel.com. Throw a few things in your cart. Use the promo code NETWORK12, E-N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, get 15% off your first order. All orders of $70 or more get free shipping. You might as well spend more than $70. Bucks. It's not going to be hard to do. No one wants to leave with just one. Uh, they did like a surprise midweek release this week with St. Louis, and the Billiken is still like the we- one of the weirdest mascots in the world to me. And these shirts are, man, they're kind of fun. I'm going to have to get one of these. I, I, I don't need more t-shirts but good grief I, I do uh, so homebuildapparel.com most comfortable college sports apparel you will find anywhere promo code network12 gets you 15% off your first order uh, and be incredibly comfortable whether you happen to wear your team or your opponent's team because you lost a bet this football season Are you a Big 12 basketball-obsessed fan and have nowhere to go for just all of your Big 12 basketball information? Look no further because Midwest Madness is here just for you. We talk men's and women's basketball all year long. With exclusive interviews, guests that come on to talk about each team, game recaps once the season begins, and so much more content you won't know what to deal with. So for all of your Big 12 basketball needs, Midwest Madness is your place to go. Listen on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. All right. This is my game of the week. This is the one where we're really going to find out about two teams for sure. Baylor facing Iowa State. I am I am very excited about this game. I have a lot of questions about both. We got Baylor who hasn't played anybody of note but has been blowing teams out. The offense has looked good. You've got an Iowa State team who suffered what looks like a really bad loss to Iowa, but you know, it's deceiving because of turnovers. The offense hasn't been great. The defense has been stellar. I don't know. I think I know who these teams are. And I think we're going to find out for sure this weekend. I am very excited about this one. Iowa State is a seven-point favorite right now, over-under around 48. Uh, Chris, what are you thinking? Well, you know, you're right. We're going to – every time you say we're, we're going to learn about these teams, I'm looking at the quarterback. And Gary Bohannon is being is sneaky good right now. I think he's a little bit underrated. He's completed 72% of his passes and his five touchdowns to zero interceptions. So he's taking care of the ball. Purdy hasn't, I guess, lived up to the hype or what we know he's capable of this season, but he is completing 70% of his passes. It's just the three interceptions to go with the three touchdowns, bit of an issue. Man, I, 
I don't know on this one. Iowa State's won three of the last five. Their average margin of victory is 10 points. When Baylor wins, it's much closer. Baylor's 2-0 against the spread and 1-0 at home, but Iowa State's 1-2 against the spread. But they are 1-0 on the road. This line is very, very close. But Twitter went 7-1 last week, and this is actually their most lopsided poll this week. They picked Iowa State with 79% of the vote. I'm going to ride with Twitter. I think I get it for six and a half, right? Uh, I'm looking at FanDuel has a six and a half. Yeah, uh, Pinnacle's got a juiced up six and a half right now. I mean, there you go. Yeah. All right. Essentially paying the same price of seven, but for a pick em game, go ahead and take them from Penny. All right. So you're taking Iowa State minus six and a half? Yes, sir. Okay. Iowa State's defense is good. Iowa State's defense is good. And I understand they played lights out against Iowa. But that score does not indicate how good Iowa State's defense played in that game. Baylor's offense looks awesome. As we said, they are blowing teams out left and right. They look great. The offensive line is clicking. They, I believe they are running offense is like seventh in the country at this point in time. I remember last year was like fifth worst. Like they have made huge, massive strides from last year to this year. The new offense is clicking. It looks great. Jerry, Gary Bohannon, I think, is 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 an underrated quarterback and, and someone we should probably be giving more credit to. Baylor's defense is good. Iowa State's defense is really good. And if you will let me use Stations Casino, Daniel. Yeah, Stations I'll give to you. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm taking the under 48 in this game. Guys, uh, I think Baylor's good. I think Baylor's better. Baylor hasn't faced anybody like Iowa State yet. They have not. Texas State, Texas Southern, and Kansas. And I don't I don't mean to be mean to Kansas, but like they were not well equipped to handle this Baylor team. Iowa State's defense is really good. Baylor's defense is solid. Iowa State's offense has been struggling. I know how they looked against UNLV, but they couldn't, like, they weren't that great against UNLV offensively. Like, I know they blew them out, but UNLV is not very good. Uh, I think the under hits in this. I, I think this is a lower scoring affair than you think based off of last week or what Baylor has done to this point. I'm taking the under 48. Daniel? Uh. Anyone happy with what Baylor's done so far? I'd say calm down your expectations. You know, as far as power rankings in the country, they basically took the the hundredth ranked team in the country and the hundred and twentieth ranked team in the country to the woodshed, and then they played an FCS opponent. Baylor has played nobody. Baylor would maybe get more pushback if you know they just did inter squad scrimmages for the past three weeks. But um, here we are, Iowa State laying seven on the road. Get it out of the way. I'm going with Iowa State. And there's just an interesting – for me, it's actually the line movement that doesn't totally add up. Um, this thing opened at six and a half, and it kind of never went anywhere. We're t- talking about a home dog getting a touchdown, and if this was a sharp side, if this line was wrong – if there was a lot of sharp agreement uh, on Baylor in this game, those sevens would be long gone. We'd be looking at five and a half and sixes across the board. And we're, we're sitting here midweek games kicking in a few days. And those sevens are still out there for people to grab. 
it's got a touch of smelling a little fishy. Um, I do like Iowa State a lot. They're coming off metrically a really good game last week. Baylor's played nobody. The line stinks. Iowa State. Very good. Very good. Uh, okay. The other non-conference game this week, we had just three left on the schedule for the Big 12, two this week, TCU-SMU, and Kansas at Duke. Now, preseason, I thought Kansas had a shot here. Duke, not good. It's probably time for Cutcliffe to, to step away and retire. But Duke's 2-1. and one. You know, they they lost to, to Charlotte to open the season on the road, surprising loss, then blew out an FCS team and, and beat a Northwestern team that doesn't look especially good. Um so far this season. So I'm not, and then they let Northwestern get back in that game. I think it was like 30 to seven. And then they just Northwestern lost 30 to 23. Kansas currently a 16 point dog over under about 57 and a half. Look, I am, I'm all over Kansas overs. I've taken them two weeks in a row and they've hit for me. I've been very happy with them. I know that's my tried and true principle. I don't think Duke is great. I don't think Kansas is great. They just lost one of their running backs to the transfer portal. 57 and a half might be a lot of points for this game. I don't think I want to take the over here because I don't trust either team. Like it's one of those things where either they're going to both put up like a ton of points or they're both going to struggle against each other. And I can't decide which one it's going to be. So let me just say this. This is probably a bad bet and I don't care. I'm going to do it anyways because it's how I felt before the season. It's what I'll ride with. I'm going to take Kansas to cover in this game. I can't believe I'm saying this. And I'm going to regret not taking the over because I should have. Uh, FanDuel's going to give me a 16 and a half, so that's what I'm going to ride with. I, I think Baylor made Kansas look awful. I think people are too high on Duke after beating a Northwestern team that doesn't look very good this year. I'm going to take Kansas to cover 16 and a half. Daniel, you're skipping on the over. And this is one of the few times where I see an over and I like it. Uh, Kansas is not going to have a lot of opportunities to be quote unquote, you know, competitive and move the ball. And Duke's defense is going to give them an opportunity, in my opinion, to I'm not going to say they're going to hang around and keep it close or anything like that. But, you know, this isn't going to be the kind of game where they're they're kept to 10 points or seven points and just totally embarrassed. I think this is going to be a situation where Kansas is going to be able to score low twenties, mid twenties. Um, and I think Duke is also going to use this opportunity for them to score, you know, for them to actually show out on guys. And I don't want to say run it up, but not going to have a lot of opportunities on offense to look good this year. And this Saturday uh, will be that opportunity. So I see two offenses with some paths to success seven just feels a little low for this contest this feels more like it's sort of going to land in the low 60s 62 63 something like that so give it to me over 57 uh if we're still using FanDuel, i get you 56 and a half yeah FanDuel's. yeah yeah that's real FanDuel's okay. legit FanDuel's legit 50, over 56 and a half um okay chris what do you want well twitter duke with 67 percent of the vote and Duke, I mean, they suffered the embarrassing loss at the beginning of the season, but they've rebounded since. Kansas actually got the win and has gone the other direction since. But somehow they look better than in their win. Kansas is 0-3 against the spread. Duke is 2-0 against the spread at home. This is at Duke. 
They're averaging 524 yards per game. Kansas is giving up 433 yards a game. Jason Bean, I really like watching him play. He does what he can, but he cannot make the defense competent. He can't make the rest of the offense competent. I'm going to take Duke. Duke minus 16. I'm going to regret not taking this over, but, you know, I, I just <laughs> – I am. I can feel it in my bones. Like, I have a tried true principle, and I'm breaking my own principle. That's never a good sign. This I, I don't – I don't know. That 9-1 is messing with me, man. 9-1 last week is messing with me. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State versus Kansas State in the line of the week that I just don't understand at all. Uh, Oklahoma State opened this as, an, as a nine-point favorite. It's been bet down to about six. Uh, Over-under set at 46. Daniel? What would you like here, sir? I'm glad you let me go first here. I, as far as this, the, the line, you know, I don't know if it's just, uh, you know, maybe books are still overcompensating for Skyler being out. You know, maybe it's not as big uh, uh, as a difference on the spread as books thought. You know, who knows? We've got uh, one game now uh, or they look great. They won. They won as dogs. Um Another full disclosure here. I bet this at seven and a half. I bet, excuse me, I bet Kansas State at seven and a half in this situation. I just saw a conference road dog getting a touchdown with a low total, uh, you know, frankly, against a team that is still underperforming a little bit. My raw numbers also make this a little closer. Oklahoma State about minus three. So I liked every side of it. Here's what I hate. The entire world's on K-State. Right now we're tracking 71% of the bets that are coming in. They're all on K-State. Nine gobbled up. Eight was gobbled up. I got my seven and a half. We've crossed now into even, I mean, bet on lines hanging a five and a half. This almost starts to feel like the kind of situation where, you know, are we going to have a bunch of fives, four and a halfs, even fours come kick? I don't know. I'm still going to take K-State in this spot just because my rod numbers support it. I hate that me and the entire world are betting them, but I'm going with my numbers. K-State. Uh, uh, six and a half. Chris still has a six and a half. So if you'll let me have that, I'll take it. Um, 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 seven's not real. So if you see a seven on that board, that's not real. I see a six and a half, but I don't know what. What are you? I see Treasure Bookmaker. Island. Yeah, bookmakers. You know what? Give me six for okay. everyone. For all involved, most of the, the entire world's at six, except for Bet Online at five and a half. So okay, um, we're gonna use six for this one. Six is good. Okay. Um, Chris, what do you want? Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't get this line. The Twitter vote, you're with K-State, 74% of the vote. Like Daniel, I, I don't like that everybody is with Kansas State. That's always – it seems like a trap, right? And it almost always is. There's a trap last week with Coastal. I didn't understand that line. One of the rare weeks, Coastal doesn't cover. You know, that costs me. But I feel like – What's going on here is somehow, some way, Oklahoma State is scoring really high in efficiency ratings. They're like top 25 in ESPNs and um, other efficiency ratings. And I don't get it because if you watch them, there's no pass protection. They can't run to the edge. They're running. They had success last week at Boise, running between the tackles, just getting that push and trying to get yards, running up the middle. And that's all they could do. And it was interesting because before that, they couldn't run at all. But if they stay between the tackles, they keep it north-south, they can get yards. But that is all they can do. As soon as someone comes along and says, beat us over the top, 
they're going to be in trouble. And I think that's what exactly what Kansas State's going to do. And I, it could be a long year for the Cowboys. I mean, Jalen Warren, he emerged as their back. He had a great game, but I, I just think that that he had that game because that is literally the only thing Oklahoma State could do to move the ball. And the Cowboys knew that. The coaching play knew that. They still should have lost that game. They stole a win. And, man, Kansas State, is they're dealing with not having Skylar Thompson. If, if they had Skylar Thompson, this is Kansas State's favorite in this game. But Will Howard was serviceable. I'm going to take Kansas State. Oklahoma State has finally found a run game in Jalen Warren. Um, the offensive line did some creative things. I think they had to get creative because, they, they, look, six of your top seven receivers heading into the season have been injured. And and they they usually travel with nine receivers, Oklahoma State. They only took seven last week because that's all they had. There's a reason to some extent why Spencer Sanders hasn't looked good. And I get that you say, well, you should trust the receivers. They, they're running out. The guy who made the game-clinching third-down catch is a walk-on. Like, they don't have pass catchers. They found a run game, and that's great. But Kansas State is currently ranked 22nd nationally, giving up 69.5 rushing yards per game. Kansas State's going to load the box. They're going to force Spencer Sanders and the receivers to beat them. If Jane Bray and Tay Martin are back this week, and I, I get the feeling Tay Martin will be, then Oklahoma State has a chance in this game. They've got a, they will have a weapon. It depends. It just depends on how many guys they have that can catch the pass. Can guys step up and and as receivers? And I don't know. I don't know. So and it's not let, a matter me, of them not talented. They just don't question. have anybody healthy. Yeah. I, I want to jump in here because, like, I understand what you're saying. I understand everybody's saying that about the receiving court. And there's some. That's a valid argument. But have have there been a ton of drop passes? It's about pass protection. Pass he, protection he doesn't was, have time to go through his progression. You can have as many receivers out there as you want. He's not getting through him. Uh, look, he doesn't go through his progressions that much, anyways. Like that's that's let's let's be perfectly honest here. Um, and I haven't loved some of the play calling. I, I'm not making excuses. I'm pointing out facts. Okay, these are these are facts about Oklahoma State. Facts to state that it hasn't been good offensively, and it probably isn't going to be like pretty all season. But there there are some valid reasons for why things have been the way they've been. I say all this to say. At my heart of hearts, I say Kansas State wins this game. I do. I think they do. But And so plus six makes a lot of sense. When we have been consensus, I think the one time we've been consensus on anything so far was Iowa plus four and a half, and that, that worked for us. Um, it's the only time we've all agreed so far this season. But again, what does Vegas know that they would make Oklahoma State open as a nine-point favorite and everyone be on Kansas State? Like, it's so obvious to take Kansas State that I get it. It feels too easy. I mean, you could take the other side and get the automatic win because that's what happens apparently. I would take the under, because it, but it's so low at 46. Like, I just don't see enough value there. Like this is going to be an ugly grudge match game, but then someone's going to they're going to be like a couple of second half touchdowns that push it to the over. Like they now there's like a 47, 48 total points. It's going to be frustrating. I'm going to take. I hate the word of this. We're all in agreement. We're all taking Kansas State plus six. And I want to say it this way: I don't know who wins this game, but nobody does by more than three. And that's why 
the line bugs me and why I almost am happier taking Kansas State plus six because even if Oklahoma State wins this game, I don't think they do it by more than a field goal. So I don't think even if OSU wins, they cover a six-point line. So Kansas State makes the most sense to me. Actually, to your credit, OSU, they've won four of the last six. In those four, their average margin of victory is 5.75 points. So, so there you go. Like this is this used to be a shootout game. Now it's just been an ugly grudge match between these two teams. So, all right, that's enough on this game. Uh, last Big Twelve game of the week: Oklahoma facing West Virginia. West Virginia has not beaten Oklahoma since uh, they joined the Big Twelve. Sorry, West Virginia fans. I just feel like I need to bring that up. Uh, Oklahoma, a seventeen-point favorite, over/under at fifty-six, fifty-six and a half, depending upon on where you shop. Chris, where do you want to go here? Twitter is heavy on West Virginia's side here to to cover this uh, three-score spread uh, with 73.73.5% of the votes. Oklahoma's undefeated, though, against West Virginia since, you've been, since they've been in the conference, like you pointed out. Their average margin of victory is 17.4 points, which is slightly more than that spread. Oklahoma won a two against the spread at home, though. They haven't performed well. West Virginia two and one against the spread overall. I think the Oklahoma defense, especially the rush defense, is performing well. And it'll be up to Daggy to go get the win. And, I mean, we kind of made it clear how I feel about him so far and how I feel about the chances of that happening. I'm going to take the Sooners to get to cover at the best line you give me, you can give me. Um, I can get you – where did it go? There it is. I see 17s across the board there, and I see 17s the best I can get you. So OU uh, minus 17. Okay, I get why everybody is why you think the public would be on West Virginia to cover this game. We talked about it last week. Oklahoma has failed to cover so far this season. They've been 20 something point favorites every time. West Virginia fans are are hyped because of the the Black Trophy win. Beating Virginia Tech, looking good, although they let Virginia Tech get back in that game. Um, and somehow the under still hit. Thank goodness on that one. Um, I, I, I think there's a lot of value in picking OU to cover here. And I think it's because it's not 20 points, and that's where the stickling point is. When you start getting OU favored by 20, 21, 22, you should really not take them. But in this series, it's really not even been that close between West Virginia and Oklahoma. It's not even a matter of like West Virginia hasn't beaten them. West Virginia, it's not been a close series between the two teams. Um, the last three time, the last three games in Norman between Oklahoma and West Virginia, OU won by twenty or more points. I understand the issues. I understand the offensive problems. I get this stuff with Spencer Rattler. I think OU covers the spread this week. And I and I I, I don't I, how do I put it this way? I would love to see West Virginia put a put up a good fight here. And I and I think they will for a bit. I, I do think Oklahoma covers this week. Daniel? Well, I've great news because I can never get it right on Oklahoma. I'm taking West Virginia. I'm taking the 17 points. So He's guaranteed himself another win. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm guaranteed. No, I really don't I, like being on the other side of all these all of a sudden. No, no, no. I'm guaranteed. Look, I I told you, we talked about it last pod. I haven't picked an Oklahoma side correctly since 1974, okay? 
It's been so long. It's crazy. So you're lucking out. I'm going with West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> these early, early season, I like these early season sort of uh, uh, ranked versus unranked spots. Okay. Uh, we've got a ranked team, obviously, in Oklahoma. West Virginia comes in unranked. Uh, when we grab dogs, I got some other metrics I can't get too into because I like playing this thing. But when you got a ranked versus unranked early in the year and sort of a moderate dog or bigger, uh, this thing hits like almost 60% of the time. And it's funny when I punch, when Oklahoma's in this spot as sort of an early season uh, ranked conference favorite, in the past 10 years, they're two and six against the spread. So, um, I'm excited to fade them in this. Spot. I, I like that the line got out to 17. I like that that total sort of started to tick down under 56, 55. That implies it's going to be hard for Oklahoma to cover. West Virginia, let's take them. Congratulations, you two. Nice win. I will point out that this is the first time they've played under the lights in the morning. These two teams, you mean? Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Really? Night game. That's, lights that's might nice. be a little too bright for West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, see. Okay. So obviously we have picked our uh, our Big 12 games. we got two more coming up in just a second. Um, as for those of us who have been joining us uh, for our pick three each week on Symbol, Symbol.app, the uh, stock market for sports. If you haven't joined in yet, you absolutely should. Um, it is free to participate. Really easy to do so. Uh, we picked three games put them in there you get to play against daniel and, and chris and myself and i'll just tell you there are two people currently at with six points on the season and i am i am one of them so you can battle against moi who is currently in the lead on there so i'm just i'm just i'm just winning everywhere <laughs> sorry i'm trying not to be cocky it's always going to backfire every time i do um we've got 26 people who are participating thus far and we would love for you to join us so it's really easy to do it's free to do if you're not signed up yet you can. You can win weekly prizes. We'll have a grand prize at the end. And I, at this point, I don't think it would be hard to, to still hop in now and potentially win the whole thing and, and beat everyone else in there. And of course, we're going to give out weekly prizes too. So uh, in the show notes, you can find a link to sign up. Uh, we uh, we will do it on, we'll post it on Twitter uh, today and Friday and Saturday morning. If you can't find it, DM us at 1012 network on Twitter, T E N the number 12, the word network at 1012 pod on Instagram, T E N the number 12, the word P O D. Um, and I will give you the link and you can get signed up and participate in our pick three. Um, I bring all this up to say the three games that we are going to be picking this week are TCU SMU, uh, Baylor, Iowa state and Oklahoma state, Kansas state. So you can take TCU minus nine or SMU plus nine. You can take Iowa state minus six and a half or Baylor plus six and a half, or you can take, Oklahoma State minus six or Kansas State plus six. Whatever you want to do of those three, come join our pick three. It's a lot of fun. While you're there, you set up your free account. Okay. Have a lot of fun with that. Poke around at Symbol. It is the stock market for sports. It's a whole lot of fun. Okay. If you aren't a big betting person, if you're just like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable enough to make a pick on a game, that's fine. Then this is for you. Stock Market for Sports allows you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Symbol has blended sports and the stock market to offer you a new way to invest and profit in your favorite teams. Use your sports knowledge to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts. It's a lot of fun. My Kansas State share that I have has been paying me out. Kansas, again, long-term investment. Uh, Daniel, how's your portfolio looking? DCU still paying dividends. I'm going to retire when they uh, 
win eight or nine games this year. It's great. <laughs> I'm gonna say it every week. I'm holding my TCU shares all year long. Very smart. Very smart. Uh, Symbol is offering a very special giveaway to the 1012 Network and to the 1012 Podcast. They're going to hold a drawing to give away two free tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice. All you have to do is sign up at Symbol for free. Uh, make a $25 deposit using the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, and you'll be entered in for a chance to win those two tickets. Two free tickets to a Big 12 game of your choice this season. So go to Symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com. Create a free account. Poke around. Check it out. Join our pick three. When you make your $25 deposit, use the promo code NETWORK12 for a chance to win two free tickets to a Big 12 game of your choosing. All right, last two picks, non-Big 12 and Dog of the Week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and first, non-Big 12. Uh, I am 0-3 in my non-Big 12 picks so far, uh, which means I will probably continue to lose and, and hop on this bandwagon later than I should. But look, I'm going to make this easy. I've got a new principle. Uh, Connecticut is currently a 30-point dog to Wyoming. Great. I will take Wyoming minus 30. Uh, UConn is garbage. Their coach tried to announce he was going to retire at the end of the year. The school went, bye, Felicia. Uh, Wyoming minus 30. I don't care what the line is. I will just fade and note UConn for the rest of the year. Chris. Yeah, I mean, Coastal, little speed bump. They didn't pull through for me last week, but you know, that just means they're they're more due this week. I'm going to take Coastal to cover the massive line, 36 points against UMass. Uh, UMass also hot garbage. Yeah. Hot garbage. <laughs> uh, they shouldn't even be an FBS program. That, that doesn't make any sense. Daniel, what do you want this week, man? Um, Sneaky game. Uh, I, I was considering this maybe for my, my dog pick, but I'm just going to go spread here. Uh, UTSA versus Memphis. Uh, UTSA is quietly having a really good season. They won straight up as seven-point dogs to Illinois. Uh, what was it? Last week, covered a nice spread. Can't remember who they played. Uh, oh, MTSU, yep. Covered a nice spread there, 11-point spread. They won by 14. Memphis, on the other hand, they're really a hard team to gauge. It, it feels like they don't have an identity yet. Rookie quarterback kind of struggling to uh, – sort of a stick to script, keep drives going. Uh, they're a good team. Memphis is like, they're an okay team this year, but UTSA catching three really surprises me. I had them as a small favorite. So road runners, let's go. I get you three and a half at FanDuel. So I'll uh, take it. Oh, yeah, I'll take you, it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to piggyback off of that because while you're not going to take them for your dog, I am. Um, I just like to point out to everybody. I will, t- I talk about UTSA, I can't remember how much I talk about them on the pod and how much I talk about them on Twitter and how much I talk about them with like Shahan J. Raja. Um, Jeff Trailer is their head coach. He will be in the Big 12 somewhere in the next couple of years. Let me just go ahead and put that out there now because it's going to happen because what that guy is doing at UTSA is fantastic. Uh, Memphis should not have beaten Mississippi State last week. They had a return touchdown that was the final score. It shouldn't have counted. The SEC ref screwed up and they admitted as much. Memphis should have lost that game. I think UTSA pulls off the upset against Memphis, period. Um, I had another one I was considering, but I love this. I will ride with the Roadrunners and take them as my dog of the week. Uh, Daniel, who's your dog? Me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was... Uh, no, I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that well, needs to be edited out. Nope, leaving it in. Uh, well, no. if that's the case, Chris, what would you like to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
first of all, I was thinking Daniel went. I don't know. I don't Dan- know. Daniel has not gone with his so, dog yet. Who? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my pick is about as confident as that last whatever that was. <laughs> you know, BYU, I rode them the last couple of weeks. They pulled out for me, but they are favored by quite a bit this week, so that doesn't really work out here. I have a couple of things I like to look at here. Okay. One, I like to look for home teams, and then um, kind of a smaller line. I don't like to go too crazy here. And I'm looking at Boston College, you know, Missouri going to Boston College. Missouri's 0-3 against the spread. They're one-and-a-half point favor here. Boston College at home. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Eagles. Mm. Nice. That's okay, that's interesting. All right. Uh, well, now Daniel, it is your pick. Oh, who who <laughs> do you got? I'm rolling with FAU this week. Florida Atlantic. They're playing uh, an, an Air Force squad that was coming off a little bit of a surprising loss to uh, Utah State last week, and um, this line has been hammered down. Seven, six and a half, six. Now it's even sitting at four and a half. This feels like the kind of game that, that that's going to be much tighter. I like um, FAU's defense way more than Utah. I mean, Utah State's almost non-existent on D, um, but Florida Atlantic's D is going to be able to, I think, handle the option a little better. Lower total. I'm not doing some big crazy twenty-point dog this week. I, I know guys just want to rip me up for that, but. Give me Florida Atlantic just to win the game straight up. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. It's been a lot of fun. You guys are awesome. Um, do me a favor, Chris, where can everybody uh, check out, uh, check you out on the socials? Uh, Twitter at the underscore LGG. You can also follow me at, at Chris Ross sports, but not, I, I don't know. Not a huge personal social media guy. So, Mostly at the Land Grant Gauntlet. You can also find the Land Grant Gauntlet at the LGG.com. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm trying to do my best to post weekly on the LGG. Uh, I had a nice week three recap thoughts. As, as I've mentioned, uh, Kansas State fans, I think you'll like what I had to say. And yeah, if you want to follow Chris during Saturday's uh, games, then then you, you need to follow at the underscore LGG for all of his thoughts on things. Uh, Daniel, where can everybody get picks and bets and things from you, sir? Come find me at DannerB7 on Twitter. Uh, in my bio, there's a link to follow all of my plays. So uh, people beat me up for my big 12 picks. Come along and beat me up for everything. Check it out. <laughs> uh, so that's it. we got a Slack channel about 150 deep, always talking betting. Just request it. We'll invite you in. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at 1012 Network. T-E-N, the number 12, the word network, where we post about every show in the network that includes the 1012 podcast, Funky Frog, our TCU show, Raspy Voice Kids, our West Virginia show, Rock Chalk Podcast, our Kansas show, uh, Fire the Cannon, our Texas show, and Midwest Madness, which is our basketball show, which has started uh, pre- season previews for teams. I think she did Oklahoma State this week and, and had a really great guest. So go check out every show in the network. There's actually a, a page on the LGG website where you can find links to every show in the network. So you can go check that out there. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Leave us a rating and a review, especially if you are an iTunes listener. We would appreciate it. it does It really helps the show out a lot. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. I've been really inactive there. I apologize. 
I just, I, yeah, I'll get back to it. I promise. Same. I swear. <laughs> um, go support all of our sponsors, Gridiron, Homefield Apparel, Symbol. Don't forget to make your picks for this week if you haven't yet. Um, there's been a lot of fun, guys. I will be out on Monday. Andy and Jamie will handle things for me. I have to go to a wedding in Denver. Yes. Uh, I've voiced my opinions on uh, college football weddings, but I know my good friend who was my best man at my wedding, so I have to just be nice and smile, and he doesn't listen to the show anyways. Whatever. All right, guys. Uh, on the plus side, Denver is amazing. Den- we're in Boulder, which is going to be better because there's some breweries around there. Yeah. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to partaking in this particular weekend. In the morning, it's a morning wedding, so I won't miss the OSU game which is nice. All right. That's enough from us. The show will be back on Monday. I will be back next Thursday with more picks and we'll talk to you guys then. Podcast Network.